to me, the personal evolution should never stop and you should always be getting better and always be pushing yourself to become something more. So, you know what I mean? It's like you're shedding that old person. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Create Your Life series where we help you maximize your potential and results in the area of personal development, entrepreneurship, and travel. And I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown. Create your life. Create ta propre vie. Create your life. Create Your Life family, thanks for tuning in to this episode. Before we get started, I wanted to share some exciting information from our sponsor. We only pick people and companies that we think are awesome to bring onto the show, so please support them. As a podcaster, I've spent hours and hours editing, doing show graphics, and much more, and I finally got fed up with losing all of my free time to post-production activities. So I decided to do something about it. And if you are a fellow busy podcaster who would like to just record and have someone else do the dirty work of graphic creation, tagging and uploading your show to your server and in-depth SEO generating show notes, go to podcastlaundry.com or call 347-871-8273 to schedule your consultation. That's podcastlaundry.com or 347-871-8273. Beautiful people, this is the Create Your Life series. I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown, and today we have another amazing episode for you. This one is special, and it's special because I have since built a friendship with the founder of Afros and Audio, Talib Jasir, and he invited me onto his Instagram Live to talk about my journey in podcasting and my experiences and what brought me to here. So we covered a lot of like personal growth and just ways of being that are really fruitful and being open and not, you know, living in abundance and without scarcity. So please take a listen. I hope that you enjoy this episode. And of course, you know, leave a review and send us an email, you know, let us know what you think about this episode. Love you. Enjoy. What's going on? Oh, hell no podcast. Good to see you. How are you, man? I'm great, man. Good, good, good. You know, for it to be so cold, I don't know why I'm so hot right now, but we'll get past that. Maybe it's the lights. It runs warm. Yeah, absolutely. But it's good to see you again. Long time no see. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're definitely going to get into everything, even, you know, what we discussed yesterday. But, mm-hmm. you know, as I say, I'm going to give them the abridged version of your bio because your full bio is on the post and they can go check it out when they're ready. True. But, true. yeah, yeah. So, Kevin is an award winning international speaker, entrepreneur, and author, the former MTV Network's host and New York City fashion marketer, and has been featured by Black Enterprise Magazine as a modern man of distinction. We definitely got to talk about that. International speaker and currently the executive producer and host of SiriusXM's Create Your Life series and the owner of Podcast Laundry Podcast Production Company. So welcome. Welcome yes, once again, man. Thank you. Yeah. So Thank you, man. Thanks, man. 
Definitely, man. I'm excited for this conversation because Sunday we had a great conversation and definitely prompted me to say we need more people to hear you on our side as well. So I'm grateful for you being here. So first of all, let's start with podcasting. That's the reason for the season, right? So talk about how you got started personally. I did listen to one of your shows and you mentioned that your brother or someone had suggested to you back in 2006, which is a long, long time ago. Long time ago. (laughs) So what made you finally take that leap and when did you get started? Why? Man, I got to admit, like, shout out to my god brother, Mike Stu. He told me in 06 to start podcasting, and I was just so headstrong about fashion that I wasn't listening to anything that anybody was saying. Wow. Fast forward to 2016, actually 10 years later, I've been a professional speaker since 2011, right? And I was doing some speaking before then, but I had, it wasn't full time. So I became a full time professional speaker in 2011. And I needed a way in order to be in contact and to deliver value to my audience on a consistent basis. Mm. And so I was like, oh, you know what? I think I'm going to check out podcasting. So of course, me, I always do like my due diligence. So I went and like researched and read a bunch of articles by YouTube videos about it and things like that. And so I kind of like figured it out. But I had the opportunity to be on Ash Cash's show. Okay. Shout out to Ash Cash, him and Tashima Jones, who used to co-host with him at WACR 90.3 FM in Harlem. I was on their show, did a great job. The show manager liked me in my typical grind fashion. After I got off of show, you know, about a couple of days later, I was like, you know what, let me call up there and see if there's any room. They got mm-hmm. any availability. I mean, you know, what could it hurt? Yeah. Because I'm, you know, going to do a podcast anyway, but why not be live on radio and, you know, learn that skill set and do all these other things. And so I pitched and it went pretty well. And, nice, you know, that's when I hopped on radio. <laughs> okay. And so I got the Sunday slot. And then from there, I would take my radio show, cut out the music. Mind you, I learned all of this on YouTube, how to, mm-hmm. how to podcast, how to set it up, how to do all of that stuff. I taught myself all of that. And then right. I would take it, turn it into a podcast, and then publish it. And so even with that, like, you know, creating the intro music and stuff like that, I got all of my friends, different friends from around the world to say Create Your Life, which is the name of my show. Yeah, in I different love that, languages. Man. Yeah, it's really And then dope. I mashed it up together and made my intro song. And mm-hmm. got my friend Fabian who went to Cop Park Atlanta. Shouts out to Cop Park Atlanta. He's a beat producer in LA. So, you know, had him send me over a track and that's how I brought it all together. That's what's up, man. So you actually started on radio, not, you know, going through other distribution platforms and then went to radio. So that's interesting. You kind of started there. And was that always the intent to have it be both podcast and radio at the same time? Or was that an afterthought, the podcasting piece? Thanks, Brendan. Somebody said Create Your Life Series is one of the best nice. out. I appreciate nice. that love. Honestly, it was unintentional, right? Like okay. I was going to do the podcast and so I was researching the podcast. Then I had the opportunity, you know, with Ash and then I got on there and then I said, you know what, how can I make this bigger? And that's when I said, you know what? in two years this show is going to be on Sirius XM nice right so that was you know I set some goals and some parameters and Mm -hmm. then I worked my butt off for it so a big part of the grind you know what I mean that people don't see or that you know what I mean I don't really get to talk about is is that in the four years that I was on radio I rarely took any days off Mm. so that means if it was Christmas I was there you know in the station on Sundays at 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. which means I got to show up at 5 and probably leave by Mm 7 if it was Halloween if it was a holiday if it was you know curl fest which is like everything to me yeah. in the summer you know what I mean I was there doing my show and that's really what I feel like helped me to build up my catalog and then be able to take the show and pitch it to multiple XM channels for over a year in order to make the show and get the show syndicated there nice nice yeah. so I mean that for a lot of podcasters it's not even on their purview mm-hmm. considering mm-hmm. that as another platform another outlet for their published content 
So, I mean, what do you think people, podcasters especially, should know about that opportunity and they're available there with the content? Well, so here's my thing. I think that you got to think outside of the box. We talked a little bit about that on Sunday, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that if you have places that already have a large distribution network, I mean, this is just a way in order for you to increase your reach. See, the other thing was, is like me being a professional speaker, my goal also is how do I get my, I don't want to call it my respect level, but like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I need to raise my bar so that I'm speaking fee, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. being a podcaster and also having a show syndicated on Sirius XM and on local radio in New York City, right? Yeah. Is a big enough deal for me to have four-figure speaker to a five-figure speaker. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So like for yeah, me, absolutely. my whole intent was to level up. And with that, like I was very intentional about that. And so the other thing that I did that I don't know that other podcasters do is I approached it like a business from day one yeah. in terms of the way that things were, or in terms of the way that, you know, all the way down to our emails. I mean, when I first started out, <laughs> and we used to interview the person before they came onto the show so that we can ask even more in-depth questions. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. So everything was a second and third question. The whole interview, the live interview was a second and third question to, to regular general questions that you would get in a normal interview. But that's proved to be probably not the best use of our time. And, mm. you know, you grow and you evolve as you continue to interview and as you continue to podcast. But absolutely. You know, it was grind. Yeah, I bet it was. I mean, anything that creates out of, I would say audio is like this cornerstone, right? It's this opportunity to expand so far into mm -hmm. different, you know, creative aspects. And so for you to reach that level, but you said it in the beginning, it was intentional. Like mm -hmm. you had that prize out there on that and that's what you were determined to get to and that's I think for a lot of podcasters because of being a creative and not necessarily a business person there's that desire and that mm -hmm. want to monetize a desire to increase listenership and opportunities the knowledge and the acumen for business and to really make it what they mm -hmm. want sometimes that can be very mystical people don't really understand those ins and outs and I think that well, it I is something that's important obviously you know man let me tell you something something. So a lot of times people think that I'm business first. I'm actually a clothing designer by trade. All right. right? So like colors, fabrics, pantones, like all of those things come first name okay. and business is more of a secondary thing. But as becoming a creative and then, you know, I always use hip hop as a muse and as a backdrop. Mm -hmm. When I'm watching, you know, all of these different stories of people who are amazing artists, but bad business people and things like that, to me, that makes you change, you know what I mean, what your yeah. focus is yeah. in terms of being a creative only in this silo. And so that's what that was about for me is really understanding. And then also, you know, when you watch people when they're older players in different games, right, like in speaking, like a lot of the times it's like, okay, well, you know, if you don't create a sustainable business out of speaking, then you're going to be 75 years old trying to run around and speak because you're yeah. chasing checks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that's something that I learned in the fashion industry as well. So it's really important for, you know, even if you're a podcaster, you know what I mean? Operate your everything like a business, mm -hmm. you know, like one of the things that I'm going to teach soon, let's say in a month or so, is I'm going to teach people how to automate their booking process, you know what I mean? For podcasting so that it's just this professional thing that's consistent. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. it's these small things. People respect your show on a whole other level because they're like, whoa, man, you know, in order to come on, I got to do this or I got to do that. Like, yeah, like nobody can come on to my show without signing a talent release form. Yeah.
Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know I'm one of the few, if maybe, you know what I mean, one of the only who does that because I want your permission to, in order to publish. So there's no, oh, you know, I don't want you to release the show. Like, no, man, you gave me permission. I'm not going to yeah. do anything or alter anything that you say. But these legal and small things like that, to me, make people come in and respect you and your show on another level. And I think that, that helps to raise your bar. Yeah. Period. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think if we talk about people of color, black folks, there can be a comfortability level that gets in the way mm -hmm. of really being connected to this is a business you know and in order for you mm -hmm. to get where you are looking to go you're going to have to do like you said your due mm -hmm. diligence you're going to have to figure out if there are any legal ramifications for certain things like it is a part of this and without it you mm -hmm. know you be aimless like you said you know and wondering why and wondering when something's going to shift but it really is the person it's the creative that has to shift their focus sometimes so yeah no. i definitely definitely respect that all right man so you are on a mission apparently <laughs> you know create your life series to get people yeah. to live their best life you know create the mm -hmm. life that we talked about on your show when people say life is short was the longest thing that i'm going to experience you're going to experience so i might as well be up to what i want to experience in this life right and so exactly. that's something that create your life series is all about so talk about mm -hmm. that a bit. why are you committed to that I'm going to be honest with you, man. I grew up in foster care from the age of nine months until I emancipated at 18. Okay. And I absolutely hated my life growing up. You know, it just sucked. Or at least whenever I made it back home. And so for me, one of my biggest motivating factors was that as soon as I get out of here, mm. then I'm going to move far, far away. I have five objectives. I might be able to give you four right now. But it was, I want to become a millionaire. I want to have my own clothing company. I want to have my own show that I advertise my clothing company on and move far, far away from here and be happy every day. Yeah, And yeah. my model then, because I asked me some questions about that, was is that I want to, she was like, what are you going to do? How are you going to do that? And I was like, I'm going to create my life. I'm just going to create, you know what I mean, this idea. So from the time that I was a teenager, I just had in my mind and my motivating factor was the fact that I was thinking about this life that I was going to create. Mm -hmm. And so that was everything for me. And it's just something that was just always in the back of my mind. Create your life, create your life. Like, hey, man, you know what? You go to college. I want to play on the basketball team. Okay, why? not i want to go study abroad okay why not you know what i mean like do these things so sometimes the absence of expectation allows you to breed creativity mm, and go to levels that you know what i mean you think of something and you're like all right well why not just do it like oh you know what i think i can be on radio well let me go try it out. i think mm. i can be a professional speaker okay then i find myself in australia giving a keynote presentation to 925 people from 25 different countries mm. you know what i mean and yeah. being able to move a room in an audience like that without even saying word mm. you know for the first three or four minutes of the presentation so it's all of these things it's just like hey man you know think of it and then just I'm all in for that <laughs> completely. <laughs> and I think as a life coach, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, creatives. Mm -hmm. And I always say it's astounding to me that creatives can think up the most outrageous things to create, but then in a conversation mm -hmm. about not being able to create the life that they want, you know, to me, that's just doesn't fit, you know, but that's something that it's a process, you know, and I, so I get that. But it's like, mm -hmm. listen, if you can create this over here, you can certainly create the life that it is that you want to live. You know, and it just takes that commitment, not just, but it takes that commitment and determination. So I definitely hear that, you know, I think worthiness like, is a big factor in that. Right. Yeah. Because a lot of times as a creative, you know, you can create so boldly from a place of hurt mm -hmm. or you know what I mean from like that place of anguish and so being able to grow into your full self to me is the real absolutely you know you have to be committed to that as well and I mm -hmm. mean I'll be super transparent man sometimes you know I'm sitting here and you know I'm like my life 
life is good, but there's still some parts of me that I need to work on and that I need to evolve. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. you know, just being open and honest about that, I think is big. So it's definitely, like you said, man, it's commitment is part of it, but it goes even deeper, man. That personal work is what really helps you to maximize your potential in this lifetime. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, just based off of what you just said, and I know myself personally, we would even be here without the work, you mm-hmm. know, even be doing the things that we're doing now without doing some self-awareness work. That's key. You know, I remember being in that space of deserving. I deserve things, I guess. You know, I don't matter. And then I thought to myself, well, you haven't gone for anything to provide evidence for that statement that you are keep telling yourself over and over again. So why don't we try it mm-hmm. and then see if that evidence appears that I don't deserve it. And nine times out of 10, that evidence won't appear, <laughs> right. you know, you but um, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. For ourselves, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Personal narrative in your head. Mm-hmm. That's where most of the battles are lost at, man. It's really in your head, you know, and I think that that's where it becomes so important to have certain people in your life, man, because mm. I think when you're pursuing a lot and you're trying to do all of these amazing things, we get success amnesia. Yeah. And so it's like you don't remember that last thing that did that to you, it's nothing. Anybody do it. That's how I feel about my accomplishments. But in Absolutely. reality, sometimes your friends have to remind you like, nah, bro, like everybody can't do that. Yeah, that is a humbling thing, man, because I feel you, you know, (laughs) I I feel you. That's a humbling thing. And also to be able to remind yourself, sometimes we're still looking at how far we have to go, right? And it's like, how far Mm -hmm. have I came already? Like, this shit is crazy, how far I've come already. And I'm so (laughs) focused on, you know, I'm so focused on out there that I'm not Mm -hmm. acknowledging, you know, I'm not present to what I've already created. And I have a belief that if you have thoughts that don't serve or support you, then they also never challenge you to do anything different, right? They just allow you to be right there, mediocre, in a space of not being incapable, because those thoughts are not going to challenge you. They're just going to keep you stuck and telling yourself what keeps you stuck. And so that's definitely work. I read this quote in 2009, man, that I'll never forget. It says, change is constant, growth is optional. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when you talk about that, it's pushing yourself and you're going to evolve, man. And fortunately and unfortunately, you're going to even evolve into spaces and into ways of being where people no longer suit your life, even as you get later on in life, because you're working to become someone else, right? Yeah. to me, the personal evolution should never stop and you should always be getting better and always mm-hmm. be pushing yourself to become something more. So, you know what I mean? It's like you're shedding that old person. So, like, I got this model, man. If you're not, you know, a different person every at least six months, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I usually say, like, three to six months, not changing your core, but changing habits and ways of being and becoming more. Yeah. If you're not doing that, then my boy Eric Fondren says this. He said, iron sharpens iron. And if you're not sharpening, then you're rusting. Yeah. So, if you're not evolving every three to six months as a person, then you're rusting. I agree, oh, man. Shout out to Brandon. He said he gets nice. his grind from Kev Brown. That's what's up, man. I need, to look, <laughs> I need to get into some more episodes, man. I could use some support. <laughs> you know, because it's also well, like... I'm here, man. And it's like all these things where, just like you said, the festival, I didn't know what I was doing when I started that. I, we talked about this. I just mm-hmm. jumped in the middle and decided this was going to turn out, period. And then mm-hmm. did everything inside of the power to do so. But after it was over, I got back in my bag, you know, right back into the self-doubt and you know could i ever yep. do that again or you know the imposter syndrome and stuff like that mm-hmm. that is a daily choosing like you said it's really mm-hmm. like something that you have to choose against over and over again so they can be different so your reality can be different man Dude, yeah for sure I, every day today i had to choose against it you yeah. know what i mean and so yeah. the other thing i feel about that when you choose against that doubt or you choose against those non-serving thoughts is you have to put things in place like i know like if i work out i feel better about myself if i go mm-hmm. biggest things for me is to go and get that fresh air 
man. That makes a huge, yeah. huge difference for me because if I can see people and I see, you know, just get that fresh air, then I get a whiff of competition. Yeah. And you know what I mean? I get that energy, but putting those things in place in order to protect you, right? And then when you're really down, you know, you got to have those conversations, man, with people that matter. You yeah. know, in 2019, I actually had the opportunity, blessed and fortunate enough to go and travel throughout Africa for six months. Yeah. Where I went to like six different countries. Nice. And it was the most eye-opening experience for me, but it was that much. It was the most eye-opening experience for me once I came back, right? And so from then on, I came back June 4th, 2019, up until June 4th, 2020, I had the hardest year of my life. Mm. And I had the hardest year of my life because I had to face me. Yeah. And I had to do, like, when I tell you, bro, like, doing the work, I cried more in 2019 into 2020 than I have in my entire life. Wow. You know what I mean? Well, since I was about five years old, because I used to mm -hmm. cry a bit when I was a boy. And that evolution and that commitment to the work and wanting and desiring to be something more and all of those self-doubt thoughts mm -hmm. and all of those things and realities about myself and mistakes you know i had to forgive myself and become something more and build on that and that's you know what i mean really doing the work and really facing yourself so when we talk about you know you got to do that work and stuff like that a lot of times man it's literally sitting in the mirror and literally asking yourself what do you see yeah and then if what you say to yourself subconsciously does match with what you're saying consciously or verbally man you have to sit and literally walk back through those thoughts and try to find the roots and literally work through that and yeah. i mean sometimes you need a coach like yourself sometimes you might be strong enough or disciplined enough to do it yourself man but i say don't shy away from the help because yeah. it's tough man like i hit my lowest of lows you know what mm -hmm. i mean at around christmas time last year it was low yeah low Wow, Create Your Life family. I hope that you are really enjoying this episode. I wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsors and let you know that our sponsors are giving special offers just for you. If you are a fellow busy podcaster who just wants to record and spend the rest of your time doing what you love, like working out at the gym with family and friends or traveling, use code CYLS for a discount on services when you go to podcastlaundry.com or call 347-871-8273 to schedule your consultation. That's podcastlaundry.com or or 347-871-8273. And without further ado, let's get back to the show. I can understand that, man. I can understand. So what's different? Christmas has come back around. Who are you today from that process? That's an amazing question. I'm more comfortable with who I am. I'm more comfortable with other people being who they are okay. around me, right? A lot more humble. I feel like that whole experience was humility. I got broken down to the point to where I was just like, you know what, God, whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to have to do. Mm. And relinquishing that power, because again, you know, being that kid growing up in that situation, my whole life was always about, I want to take control of my life. I want to have the power. Yeah. And then to have to let that go in order to become something better. So I think I'm way more poised, definitely more intelligent, more focused and more intentional. Like, I read my butt off last year as a part of that whole experience. You know what I mean? I was really, really reading. And I did a lot of cleansing in my life as far as people. Yeah. You know, if you weren't serving who I'm trying to become or, you know, willing to assist or see me as who I'm working to become, you had to go. 
Yeah. That was huge. And, you know, so I have some really, really amazing friendships now. And, you know, I have some good associateships, you know what I mean, that are distant associateships. But I have a stronger nucleus than I did. And I think that that's keeping me grounded and helping me to continue to evolve. Yeah. And that's also such an intentional to be in relationship with people that, you know, can support you and have the capacity to do it, you know, because I think that a lot of times keeps us so suppressed and repressed in ourselves is that we look around and we can see we've talked to them already. They've got nothing for us for what <laughs> things that we need. And that's okay sometimes because they're going through their own process and you give grace mm -hmm. for that. But it's such an intentional thing to choose and recognize this circle gets to look different. You know, the people around me get to expand, be different for myself. Yes. You're celebrated, not mm -hmm. rated. Mm -hmm. And then also protect what you bring into your life. Yeah, that was another yeah. huge one that I had to really understand is like, yo, man, everybody doesn't get access. Yeah. And that requires you protecting your peace. And, you know, for the longest, because a lot of times, you know, like when you have a good heart, you know what I mean? Or when you're well intentioned, right? Mm -hmm. Like you could be, you know, whoever you are, as amazing, as big as you are, you know, whatever. I'm not going to get jealous. If I see you winning, I actually mm -hmm. want you to keep winning. So I have something to aspire to. That's how I compete. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you keep going, go to level 8,000. You know what I mean? I'm on yeah. level 6,000. I'm just going to keep working until I get there. That's how I compete. Yeah. And it's just one of those things, man, when you're protecting your peace, some people, you know, might become and things like that. That's okay. They can do that yeah. because they might be working through their own stuff. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that they get access to you. Yeah, yeah. And shout out to my guy, brother, who is the reason nice. why I am. Told me in 2006, I didn't listen, but I love you. <laughs> That's what's <laughs> up. We're here today. So yeah. I love my guy, brother, man. And, you know, when we talk about, you know, having that great circle and those people, man, who you really like love and connect with and who always have you and hold you down. That's yeah. my guy, brother. Like no matter what's going on in my life, anything, bro, any major decision, anything like that, I have to run by this man you yeah. know like so he's like literally my foundation you know what That's i mean what and i yeah. think having people like that in your life but it makes all of the difference in the world you know because they'll tell you when you're wrong they'll tell you when you're right and then he'll definitely remind you like you're tripping because you're that good or you're that dope yeah they definitely can put a battery in your back that's for sure yeah. you know <laughs> whether they're in the room or not you know right. just knowing that they are there you know and mm -hmm. again that's such an intentional process it's something that we have to learn you know without mm -hmm. experiences of what we don't want we can't figure out what we do want so it's definitely a process but even going back to what you were talking about competition just like you were saying that level 8000 and your level 6,000 possibility, right? And so that's what the game is about, in my opinion, you know, is that we can see our possibility and people mm -hmm. can see possibility in us, right? And mm -hmm. so, you know, back on that and what you are creating for yourself, you also own Podcast Laundry. And that's mm -hmm. about, once again, being in contribution, serving and making sure Absolutely. that what you're doing, the thing about what I'm doing is that as a podcaster, we're keenly aware of those trials and tribulations, those wins and all of it, but we're keenly aware of the mm -hmm. process and what you're doing is wanting to support and those processes, the production process of it. So tell us about Podcast Laundry and why absolutely. you created it and, and what you're doing with it. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. So funny enough, so Podcast Laundry, like I said, you know, when I started Create Your Life, I took it serious like a business. And, you know, because honestly, I wanted to provide, I wanted to get high caliber guests and I wanted to provide a great experience for them that was like really automated and really quick, you know, that really just took care of them and said, hey, you know what? This booking process was easy. Let me hop on, you know, let me come in, sit down with Kev for an hour, live on radio and have a good time. 
front. Uh, shout out to Nate. He just said, what's up? Um, and so what I did was I edited personally like my first 100 and something episodes of my mm, own show. And yeah. so I understood how to edit and what good production sounds like. And so I was like, man, you know what? I hated editing, but I would do it because, I, you know, this is Create Your Life. This is my baby. This is my thing. Yeah, yeah. And so what I did is I created like some SOPs, some standard operating procedures and had different aspects of the show. And, you know, we had our notes and social media graphics and things like that. And so I was like, man, I wonder if other podcasters need this. Because I don't like editing. I'm a creative. I know yeah. that other people do want this and don't want to be doing it also. And so that literally is how the service came about. And so, you know, like I went out, like did some surveying, had some conversations and things like that, man, and put it together, hired a couple people. And, you know, honestly, I started my company off in the black. Right. Because, you know, that's the business acumen from speaking and, you know, yeah. the detailedness from being a clothing designer and all of these different things and then conversations and stuff like that. And so that's what helped me to build the company. And so now, you know, like we've launched Cornell West podcast. Nice. Right? Which is, you know, yeah, big a deal. big deal to that's some, major. you know what I mean? Yes. We produce the Grills podcast. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? They got like 10 million unique visitors to the website every single month, owned by Byron Allen, you know, biggest black media publication soon to be, I believe. But we produce their show and we've been producing it since episode two, you know, in yeah. addition to, you know, my show, which is on Sirius XM, Solar Maverick podcast. We now produce Support is Sexy by Elaine Fluker. So we have all of these different shows, but it literally all started with the way that I conducted business on Create Your Life. And understanding, you know, and having a vision, professionalism that I to it, which allowed me to literally every show that we produce runs on the same system that I created for Create Your Life. Wow. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like I literally yeah. created a blueprint from that and then turned it into a business. And that's what I mean why it's so important to take your podcast seriously from day one. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And that's from, you know, equipment to having a plan, you know, to understanding who you're serving, how you're going to serve them. All of those things really make a huge difference, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because we know as entrepreneurs, as creatives, and anyone who's doing major things, sometimes the idea and the concept and the process can go lukewarm real quick, you know, and you <laughs> Super. to be clear on why you started and who you were initially looking to be in contribution mm -hmm. to, because they don't stop needing you because you are now in your bag about something. Bad um, part, bro. Yeah. What do you think some of the issues or reservations some podcast creators might have about hiring outside you know, delegating their work besides it being their baby and all that sort of thing. What do you think are some of the reservations, especially black, you know, we cater to black podcast creators because there is this desire to level up, but, mm -hmm. and so we want to be able to help them level up. So what do you think yeah. are some of the reasons why people do DIY uh, more than anything? I think it's a mindset. Mm -hmm. I think that you have to learn to value your time. And so it's time and money, right? Yeah. Oh, I forget what one of, my, one of my friends that told me, but it becomes a battle between time and money. See, the thing is, is that if you're not editing, then you can go ahead and spend your time creating more good content and trying to build relationships in order for you to make money. There but if go. you don't have the budget, then you go the DIY route. Mm -hmm, but see, mm -hmm. the thing is, is that if you go the DIY route and you're not necessarily trained or you're not going to spend the hours and hours and hours on YouTube and hundreds of episodes like perfecting the craft, then your show's not going to sound that great. Yeah. Right? And so then it's going to be tough to get the advertising dollars. I mean, the advertising dollars show sounds crazy. You know what I mean? So or is not where it could be. You know what I mean? Because of those things. So I think that sometimes it's a matter of uh, being penny smart 
pound foolish. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm saying that in regards to, you know what I mean? So I like to me, the only resource that you can't get back is your time. Yeah. So if it costs a little bit in order for you to get the proper production, then I think getting the proper production is the best move for you. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you want to go with somebody who actually you can trust, who has a proven track record and who is going to be committed to seeing you do better as a host. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I know you guys produce as well. Like for us, you know, like we're going to give you feedback. You know, like one of my clients Absolutely. who's new to podcasting and things like that. Like I'll literally sit in on your first couple of recordings, you know, by my own volition, just because I want you to feel comfortable and come out with a good sound. Right. Yeah. But if you choose, hey, you know what? We don't need that. Then we'll tell you, like, we think that you should re-record this. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like having that mm-hmm. professional ear to tell you that, hey, you know, this is not the kind of quality that you want to produce or somebody to tell you just like, you know what I mean? Give you different pointers around production and things that you can yeah. do even to expedite your process, right? Because a lot of people think that you just hop on the mic and then most people come into podcasting thinking about themselves. Your show's not about you. This is yeah. not about you. That's number one thing. But the other thing is, is that the real work is in pre-production. Mm-hmm. The fun happens in production mm-hmm. and then the magic happens in post-production. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if you can do all of your work in pre, then that makes production easy, which makes your post-production even easier. Yeah. And so you need to spend the time. Like a lot of people want to hop in and just, you know, become podcasters and things like that. And we've actually had to save some shows because the people have launched too early and don't understand what is and how important podcasting is and how to do it properly. So we've had to save a few shows and like literally help them change their entire formats, turn it around, add music, like all of these different components because you were doing podcasting just because it's a hot topic. And I'm like, you can launch a podcast, I can launch a podcast correctly. There's two different things. Yeah, it really is. Despite wanting to have an accurate podcast out the gate, that's something that is Mm -hmm. almost a process. You know, we talk about graduating to certain equipment and graduating to recognizing how to incorporate sound effects or music like that. But it is a learning process. It can be expedited by doing your own due diligence, like you said, learning from people, getting Mm -hmm. people to talk to and all that sort of thing. But it can be a process. And what we want is more Mm -hmm. of us in the marketplace. You know what I mean? And what I'm hearing you say is that you're deeply committed to excellence and, and want it to look and feel like it can, like it gets to, right? I'm deeply committed to that as well. You know, at Mm -hmm. the same time, I recognize that folks are jumping in and we want them to jump in. We also want them to stay in. Absolutely. And that's where production piece becomes super important because like you said, creatives, that's not their wheelhouse. Pod fade and lack of sustainability happens real quick when it's like, oh wait, I didn't know I had to do all this. (laughs) You know what I mean? I didn't know that part. Yeah. Speaking of, hey, Benoit, how are you? Benoit with the Solar Maverick podcast is one of our initial clients and he came in amazing energy funny guy you know Mm -hmm. he got a co-host to come in and join with him and literally he's top three solar podcasts in the world nice nice you know what i mean he's been approached for documentaries he speaks at his industry conferences you know at his industry conferences they don't even call him by his name they call him a mad maverick right and so but he has this curiosity about him and his energy and he has the ability to listen which makes Mm -hmm. a huge difference right when somebody who knows podcasting is really trying to give you feedback and help you to evolve your show and he just said hey thanks kevin for everything man you're very welcome thank you for being an amazing client you know shout out to john john and cool you know who also just joined the chat but it's those things man i think that one of the biggest things really being able to listen yeah that's huge you know a lot of times we don't listen and it's like look man i do this for a living every single day you know what i mean so you would want to listen to an expert you know who's got your best interest at heart definitely be willing to accept the coaching and the advice 
you know, that you're seeking. And especially when you have that intention, like you said, to really be in contribution and not just play somebody because that's out there too. And I think one thing about community, and we talked about this in, in my own interview, and, mm-hmm. you know, just to talk about this here is that community is about trust. Community is about being able yes. to rely on the people that you bring into your circle, that you put your baby in their hands. You know, it's really about that. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're doing here at Afros and Audio. I know that's what you're doing with Create Your Life mm-hmm. and, and Podcast Laundry. So how important mm-hmm. do you think community is for podcasters, especially those who are just starting and even those who have been in the game for a while? I think it's everything. Number one, because you get to have the opportunity to speak with people who speak your language and who yeah. understand, right? Like, you know, the average person is not going to understand your fade-ins and fade-outs, right? Yeah. Or how hard it was to book a guest, right? In theory, they can, but you know what I mean? Like having to run around and jump around and, you know, setting up different automations and stuff like that, I think is important, man. And community leads to more opportunities because like you and I were even talking, we talked about, you know, operating from a place of abundance, mm-hmm. right? And in that, it's like, oh, you know what? You do the same thing, but we're not in competition with each other. You know, there might be something that I can't do. Maybe I can pass it your way. It might be something right. that you can't do. Pass it your way. And then also being able to cross remote on different platforms. Prime example, mm-hmm. your conference is coming up. My show is syndicated on XM every week. I was like, you know what? Let me book you ASAP and then get you up on there so that we can help promote your show. Right. I'm not getting paid for that. It doesn't matter, right? It's about community. It's about being in service to each other. You know, who knows how that might manifest. It might be something great for you, you know what I mean, later on down the road. Absolutely. You know, even when the conference happens. Yeah. I think that you're not, you really have to understand that operating in a silo is not going to get you that far. Yeah. And that is just the Facts. absolute fact, man. Mm-hmm. And you have to accept that. And you have to accept the way that people do things differently from you, mm-hmm. analyze whether or not you want to be aligned with that brand or the way that they operate, and then move accordingly. But yeah. without the community, man, like prime example, I'm doing a webinar next week. Without community, I wouldn't be able to get more people to attend the webinar because yeah. I'm only but one person, mm-hmm. right? And I think that that's so important to understand. And I feel like for me also, it's really showing us this is one of my, I've probably done like a web like once or twice, but this is like a one where I'm like really like trying to really help people get out of their own way and launch their podcast. Mm-hmm. So in mm-hmm. that, I'm like, well, you know, now I'm like literally all of my friends who I know who are doing dope stuff that I literally never asked them for anything. I'm asking like, hey, man, you know, can you promote this? Can you ask anybody, you know, that you know that wants to launch their podcast? This event won't be able to take place or can't be as big as it possibly can without, without community. community. Absolutely. Absolutely. And everybody wins in the community. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because we're talking about community. We're not talking about somebody who's trying to take advantage of you or anything right. like that. Like community right. serves, right? And so we're serving each other. And that just makes a huge difference, man. Yeah, absolutely does. Again, I'm so grateful that, to you for being here and also the spot on XM Radio. I ain't never been on XM Radio before. So I'm excited. On Friday, you will. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> brother. So I appreciate that, man. So thinking about also podcast laundry and just to really seal that up, what's your vision for it as you keep going? You know, clear that this is a company for podcasters by podcasters and the goal is to support as many podcasters as humanly possible but mm-hmm. what's the long-term vision for podcast laundry okay well i do want to say this we don't accept just anybody 
So yeah, our website, if you go to our website, like you literally have to hop on the phone call with us or you have to mm -hmm. apply to be a client. Mm -hmm. We're not just going to take anybody's money because we don't want to work with just anybody. We like to operate and work with certain type of clients because we operate in a great system that makes things easy for the client and also makes things systematic for us and our mm -hmm. staff. So mm -hmm. you have to apply. So definitely want to serve Thank as you, many Brandon. podcasters as we can mm -hmm. that are qualified to be client. But also my goal is to just serve people who want to podcast yeah. and launch. I want to help people like automate their, their processes, give them tips on how to increase their speed with production. And that's from pre mm -hmm. to post, right? Like I would like to see people be able to just, you know, get through this faster so that they can get on and monetize and make this a staple in their business, right? Because people are usually yeah. podcasting for like three different reasons, right? They want to increase their income, leads, or authority in their niche. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. that requires a different type of time and different focus other than doing your production work so that's why we're here so that you can spend more time doing what you love and what's necessary for you right that's like our model our model is let us do your dirty work yeah right that's the stuff of, uh, of doing like your production yeah. but i think we want to serve man and i'm really excited about the, you know these upcoming ways to serve people digitally i think it'll definitely take people's podcast to another level and i'm really excited about yeah. just helping in that regard man i am all right <laughs> that's what that's what's up. That's what's up. So for most things, you know, there's an alignment, right? So you have podcast laundry, you have create your life series. How do you mm -hmm. see the two contributing to one another in the, mm -hmm. in the work that you're looking to do and continue to do? Well, I think that create your life is my life's work and create your life fulfills me. It allows me to be a good CEO and team member to the podcast laundry staff. Okay. Right. One of my biggest things, you know, with my team is, is that we are a team. Mm -hmm. I, I cut the check, but we're a team. We're a family. Yeah. Right. And they even get to listen to my show, you know, for the team that does my show and I get feedback from them. I ask of it. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so create your life. It fills me. And it also helps us to expand our network. We get to advertise on the show. It has opened up more doors than anything. I mean, without Create Your Life, we wouldn't have Podcast Laundry. Nice. Okay. Right. So podcasting is definitely something that is a huge part of my life right now. And I'm excited to see how it continues to blossom and how it gets to grow within it and also help other people. Like, I'm not going to lie to you, man. One of the best parts about running Podcast Laundry is every Friday when I actually get to cut a check to my staff. And I'm not saying it's like on no BS. I'm saying it's yeah. like on Fridays, I literally cut a check to all to on my team. And I know that that is going to help them, you know what I mean? Be able to take care of their families and yeah. their responsibilities and things like that, man. And like, I literally get geeked up for that because I'm like, you know what? This started off as an idea, yeah. you know what I mean? Just to have this show and then it evolved into me running a business. And now, man, like my team, I'll check in on those people, man. I'm like, hey, yeah. man, how are you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what's yeah. going on? You know, like, how's your child? You know, this, that, and the other, you know, because I care. And so yeah. in that caring, you know what I mean? You build these relationships. So it's like, man, you know, like I get to hang out with family, you know what yeah. I mean? Chosen I family. barely communicate through Slack, you know, like yeah. we were a remote team yeah. and we were remote before COVID. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you would never know by the way that we run things, but it's because of the chemistry and the conversations and things like that that happen, man. Yeah. And it's so important. Like, you know, prime example, I hope she doesn't get mad for me saying this, but one time one of my staff members had a sick child mm -hmm. and I 
wanted to help. So like, I called one of my friends who was a nurse and got them there on the video chat together nice. so that we could troubleshoot in order to figure out what's going on with the mm -hmm. baby. How mm -hmm. can we get this baby back healthy? Because I could tell that it was taking the toll on her. Mm. Right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. these are the things that, you know what I mean? Like business is cool, man, but you got to be human. You know yeah. what I mean? And you got to want to see other people evolve. And that goes all the way into even the way that you talk to people and how you mm -hmm. deliver your critique or your feedback and all of those small things, man, all of that stuff matters. And I'm happy to say that her son is doing better and he's, you know, taking his online and things like that because he's got to do school from home and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But these are the small things that matter, man. You got to really like learn and understand and be human. Yeah. And just be loving and be open and honest about who you are and vulnerable. I feel like it just helps the, the morale, man, of the team. Yeah, that's for sure, man. It's, it's definitely the character of leadership, you know, and I respect you for that. You know, Maya Angelou said that thing about it's how you make people feel at the end of the day, not mm -hmm. any all the other stuff. They'll forget, but how you make was everything. And so I can see that you are deeply connected to that, bro. And that's that's what's up. I respect that, man. I appreciate yes, you. Sir. Yeah, man. So you may not know, but Instagram will play about this 60 minutes. <laughs> they cut you off, <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. You start getting a whole countdown and everything. We feel good for right now. But I just wanted to let mm -hmm. you know we're about six minutes before that happens. Okay. But you talked about it and you said this was an idea, right? This this concept. <laughs> and so many creatives or people who want to be entrepreneurs can't get out of the nice idea stage for mm -hmm. so many reasons you know mm -hmm. and it ends with just being a nice idea and so you got it you got committed to this going from nice idea to what your reality is and you know i'm a writer a podcast producer i do a lot of things and one of the things i had to recognize recently is that i'm a bit of a philosopher you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's okay, okay too and so my belief is that as you manifest your vision right your vision starts to manifest you you can't see where you're going in a really big scheme of things because for the most part we think of ourselves as we are right now what mm -hmm. what's available to us right now and we can't even see what's going to be expanded and elevated as we do what you've done you know do mm -hmm. what i've done do what so many people have done which is is start so that we can finish right, right. gets connected with people because that next person that could expand your whole world right. could be the next meeting could be and you're clueless to it right mm -hmm. and so what's been your experience of if you could jump into my philosophy a bit and prove it you know wrong or true what's been your experience of manifesting your vision and that happening for you it literally turning you out into something in certain places that you didn't even see. I think one of the biggest things is, well, I want to say this because I know it's going to jump out of my mind and I don't want okay. to lose it. Make it public. Mm, absolutely. If you make it public, then you have to do it. Yeah. So like when I, I wrote my book, yeah. when I wrote my book, yeah. I was like, I'm gonna write this book. And I told yeah. people. So that means that I didn't want somebody to be asking. I'd be like, oh, no, nah, I ain't doing no more. You know what yeah. I mean? That was the thing. So I think making it public, if I'm jumping into your philosophy, I would have to say for me personally, I'm a person of my word mm -hmm. and I work hard, man. I always have, you know, being a foster kid, being in households where you treat it like Cinderella, you know what I mean? My work yeah. ethic just has always been on another level, but I've always had to create my life, right? Like when mm -hmm. things were going derailed and things like that, you know what I mean? Just from the beginning, I'm talking about from being a baby, I always had to stay focused. I had to put in the work. So I would see small things happening and evolving, right? And so I'm getting these different context clues and then different mentors would like be like, oh, you see, did you see that this happened? So I think mm -hmm. it's, you know, counting those small wins helps you to realize, oh, you know what? I can do this but you know it is a commitment thing and once you make that commitment bro do not waver 
Yeah. And that's the thing. Oh, it ain't going to work. Oh, this, that, and the other. Everything that everybody else saying, just keep going. One foot in front of the other. And it's not yeah. going to sound perfect. Like, episode one of Create Your Life was not amazing. I actually used a Les Brown recording who I used to work for, right? Mm -hmm. One of the so biggest African-American motivational speakers of all time, right? Mm -hmm. I used one of his recordings and talked around it, you know what I mean, on my first recording on radio. As I was learning the boards and all of those things, my first speech was not amazing, mm -hmm. right? Like, I was supposed to speak for an hour. I wrapped my speech in 39 minutes because I didn't have the experience. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. it's being okay with looking foolish mm -hmm. until you get there. And you can take that into podcasting as well. Yeah. But you can also put yourself in the game in order to sound better and more professional and you can just improve as a talent. So yeah. it's multiple ways, man, to do it. But I think, you know, being committed is definitely number one and make it public. Like let other yeah. people know that you won't do this. So now your butt is on the line. Mm -hmm. And once your butt is on the line, you cannot falter. Word up, word falter. up. I announced the festival and Vernon's here now. We both, that's one of our mutual oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's folks. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And Vernon was sitting at the table and I said, you know what? I'm going to have the first black podcast festival in New York City. And mm -hmm. we all just looked at each other and I was like, well, I said the shit <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta happen, do it now. You know, and the thing about the circle and the community, right, is that, again, that battery in the back, I knew I couldn't fail, right? No matter what. But yeah, yeah. My, my butt was completely on the line. I knew I couldn't fail, but I also knew that with them supporting whether it was indirect or direct, it was going to be okay. You know, even those days where it felt like I'm looking in the mirror, like, what the hell were you thinking? Like, why did you say that? <laughs> yeah. Why did you commit to that? But everything turns out, but we deserve anything we put effort into, you know, and Absolutely. that's a fact. Yeah, man. So, bro, I really, again, appreciate you coming on. We literally talked on Sunday for the first time ever. And here we are in our second conversation, you know, yeah. and I'm looking forward to what we continue to create together because I know this is purposeful. So I appreciate you, man. Tell people where they can find you and how they can connect with you okay at kevin y brown on instagram at cyl series for the show and at podcast laundry if you want production services we have a free webinar that will teach you how to launch your podcast it's on tuesday at 8 p.m link is in all bios please come come ready to essentially get out of your own way and launch your show i'm gonna give you you know what equipment you should use a launch plan and how you can create an amazing experience for your listeners i want to see more black podcasters more podcast Absolutely. period so come ready to make something happen alright I'm still looking to find out how I can you know squeeze you into the festival and um, because you definitely have some things that I want people to hear because it's so necessary if you want to level up you, you got to level up you know that's, that's yes. just the facts so thank you man I appreciate you and thank you everybody for joining until yeah. next time peace thank you this episode was brought to you by PodcastLaundry.com. I love Podcast Laundry. It provides a real solution to free up my time. And time is the only resource that we cannot get back. Podcast Laundry was created with love to help other fellow busy podcasters free up time so that they could do more of what they love, whether that's traveling, time with friends and family, or working on other ventures. If you want to free up your time, then have Podcast Laundry do the dirty work of note-taking, graphic creation, editing, show tagging, and uploading for you. Go to PodcastLaundry.com or call 347-877. 8273 to schedule your consultation and remember to use code CYLS that's podcastlaundry.com or call 347-871-8273